The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, power of water. I'm Sharon Kleina. Everybody that has been listening, I want to thank you and the dedication of people who have believed of what I've been saying that the power of water on this planet Earth is it's 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 vital that we all get get gather and beginning a new crusade a new direction a new focus and I have to say new because I don't think we've had enough of us but we need everybody we can bring to the table everybody that will join the crusade and become concerned. If our if water is the way we're all staying alive, and the water in the air that we don't see that is invisible is what keeps us alive, and the cloud system that we're living with for our climate all have a relationship with the water on the surface of the earth, the fresh water, the water vapor that brought earth to live is water vapor first, water on the surface of the earth second, below the water, the aquifers and fresh water on the surface, and then our cloud system began to be influenced. All of a sudden, life began. But without that, millions of years that Earth did, had the ability to bring all this nature together, we're all of a sudden forgetting in the past hundred years 50 years, 30 years, the last few years that we forgot the water. And the air we're living in is a focus of keeping us alive from the moment we left our mother's pocket of water, we entered in the air we live in, in that delivery room of birth, and that moisture in the air called water vapor, humidity, is keeping you alive. If it's contaminated at all, no two people respond to that contamination the same. Modern times, they're calling it pollution. I'm going to say the water vapor is contaminated. That water vapor is there to absorb in your organs of your body, for your eyes to absorb, your skin to absorb, keep you flexible, detoxified. You're to drink 8 to 10 glasses of fresh water a day with no added ingredients in it. Then there's the supplements that I developed because many years ago, over 30 years ago, when I was researching the problems of stress, that people are in anxiety attacks, people are having challenges with mentally dealing with their own emotions. 
then I learned in research the influence of the area you're living in is a greater influence than you've ever imagined, that that water vapor was there for Earth to relax and, and for the organism of life, the Earth's life, to be able to develop. That was also the reason man, human life species, began to develop, is the water in the air. The water in the air is your is your everything about your life. Now, the education's there. We're going to have a new site here soon when you're going to come in, and you're going to learn about this, and we're going to keep this detailed up going for you all the time in the medical field and scientists around the world joining us. They're coming, and they're all excited because when, they, when they're coming together with me and bring this site together, you're going to be able to go in and take a peek at what we're saying about the water, the power of water and the crisis. This company, Biologic Aqua Research, that I founded is a company that has dedicated itself for many years to new knowledge, new, begin, new directions, scientific facts, scientific references to clinical testing, market testing, to be able to prove without a doubt that the air you're living with is at a crisis and you need to learn about the supplements that are available, like Nature's Tears Eye Mist, to be able to supplement the eyes. What is the eye? The surface of your eye is 98% water. And that 98% water, as all of the physicians are saying by the thousands that are behind us, scientists from all over the world joining me in this evaluation and future, is that water is affecting, that moisture in the air is affecting your eyes. What is the word dry eye means? dehydration, evaporation at the surface of the eye that's causing you a vision impairment all the way to blindness. The skin. Why is melanoma out of control of the skin and the eye? The air you're living in is evaporating you too quickly. Now, no two people are the same. From the moment you were born, there were no two eyes the same, obviously evaporating the same, no two fingerprints alike, and more. We are all individuals. That's why drinking water, 8 to 10 glasses of water a day, get up in the morning, start your first glass because you dehydrate more while you sleep. Your second glass should be within 30 minutes to an hour at the longest next. The next glass should be in the morning during your, as you're going along with your routine. The fourth glass could be by noon. And I'm not saying sipping. I'm saying drink the water. Replace yourself with water. During the day before you're done, in the evening when you're kicking back and taking a relaxation and do your breathing exercises before you go to bed, have a couple of glasses or more of water and and then go to the powder room, go to the bathroom, eliminate. But remember, the more you eliminate and go to the bathroom, you're eliminating toxin that that your body doesn't want. Now, we're going to discuss the water crisis here. China smog emergency shuts down a city of 11 million people just recently. What's happening to the water vapor in the air that's contaminating and the problem of the air? China is reporting with the World Bank more reports than ever in history of what is going on in China 
with their crisis. California governor signs bill to tackle state's water crisis. This was written on October 8, 2013. October 8, 2013 is the coming wars in Washington Times is saying the water wars that are coming. It's, 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 we've, it's, it's, it says here, as competition for the precious resource grows, water will be a key to war and peace. Florida. Florida takes water wars to Supreme Court. That was written on October 2nd, 2013. Florida water wars, threats from the Orlando area as well as in Georgia. Georgia and is having problems too with their water problems. Water conflict, October 11th. Is what's happening. United Nations recognizes that water disputes result from opposing interests of water users, public or private. China's looming crisis is a danger to all of us because of water and the air we're living Go to those sites, look that up, and you will learn that this is not just me talking. Oh, and Tom Udall uh, pushes a plan in uh, Congress uh, for uh, water resource studies. It, it is absolutely a must. And let's get behind those politicians. And do you notice they never do anything until we as citizens get them going? Uh, do we have to pay a lobbyist? I don't think so. I think we can do that with our blogging and our Twittering and more. So let's look at it seriously without the water and then, you know, I'm kind of disturbed lately. I hate to sound a little political, but do you notice that they're not worried about the generations to come? I am. I'm very worried about the generations to come. I want to be able to have the generations to financially live the way I have. I'm 71 years old. I lived at the best times of life, I believe. But with water and our lifestyles, there is no life without the water. And people will be struggling just to brush their teeth with clean water, struggling to do the load of laundry, struggling for, struggling for hygiene, just to flush the toilet and take a shower and more. So wash the dishes. That is coming. There'll be, there'll be um, water shortages and they'll be rationing the water because our minds have been on other things. And we've got to get serious about the water. I'm not as serious about the electric car, the windmills, and some of these other things as I am the water. We should be pushing more money into the water shortages and the future of anxiety attacks and war conflicts because of lack of water. So take it serious for me and for all of us and join us. Let's get together. I I know it can be done. I am totally convinced it's it's not too late. Well, we're going to listen to our sponsor, which I am the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center, and we specialize in water and water vapor and hydrotherapy studies worldwide. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. With just a mist, you you can mist the eyes with a comfort with a trade secret of tissue culture grade of water. How exciting. We've market tested by the millions and the clinical trials by millions, and we've been able to prove without a doubt that when your eyes are dry, you need 
Nature's Tears Eye Mist with Just a Mist. And we'll be back in a minute with our special guest, Laura Binder. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Laura, are you with us today? Hi, Sharon. Nice to talk with you. Nice to talk with you, too. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, now, you're sitting in New York? Yes. And where is Green Lawn, New York? Green Lawn, I don't know if, if you're familiar with New York or the... I or am the very Coast. familiar. Okay. Right. Well, we're located on Long Island, actually. Okay. All smack dab in the middle of it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're, so, we're on okay. the north shore of Long Island. Okay. Now, uh, you're a dietitian. I am. How exciting. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. Now, uh, have you noticed, uh, you don't sound like you're that old, but have you noticed a lot of changes in the last three, four years among in the medical field and in research that the diet, the diet, the diet? Yes, I definitely have. I've, I've read about so many different theories either being supported or completely disputed, and everything's changing every well, not year. In my, my, not from Harvard to Tufts to all over the people that we talk to and the people that I'm involved with with my research is diet is uh, your dehydration process from the moment you're born is yes, yes water first and your diet second and of course your attitude is vital uh, mm-hmm. to it all the emotions exactly. of your life but mm-hmm. uh, diet um, is so important and you decided to get into involved in it even further than just become uh, the dietitian. You went out and started doing some different things. Tell us about what you've been doing. Yes, I'm also a yoga instructor, and in the studio that I teach in, we are now the first uh, Farmigo community uh, in uh, in Suffolk County on Long Island, which is now. The county what does that, that mean? I, if I interrupt, um, <laughs> if we talk show hosts interrupt. Uh, because when somebody says something, we want to get it out right then and there and not go back because we might forget or the person might. What is, what is Framingo? 
Farmigo is a people-powered farmer's market program that just came to New York a few months ago, and I am one of the Farmigo champions helping to develop it on Long Island. Oh, so, wow. Farmigo, yeah, it's very exciting, something that I've wanted to be a part of but didn't know it existed until a few months ago, so this is perfect for me personally. So um, now we spell that audience, F-A-R-M-I-G-O. Farm Ingo. Now, what is the difference between Farm Ingo and a Saturday growers market type concept? Farm Ingo is a little bit more personalized to the individual member of the community. So from from a member's perspective, they would go online, they become a member of a community that's near them. So for me, it would be anyone in the Green Lawn area or any members of the yoga studio that also helps, obviously. Um, and then from there, they go online and they individualize their order from what's available from all of the farms that we have relationships with. So if, if you were to go online and find a Farmigo community to be a part of, you would go online, check out all of the different fresh produce. We have hormone-free dairy products. We have free-range eggs. And see what works for you and your family. You pick it out before Sunday at midnight, and then everything gets harvested on Tuesday and delivered to my location on Wednesday where you pick up <laughs> everything that you ordered. Oh, you know, you know, I need to tell you <laughs> I need to tell you something, Laura. I've been in research for a long, long, long time. And mm-hmm. I have a thing about food. I, I just love studying it, but my, my focus is water water hydro mm-hmm. hydrology. But back I always say to my guests, ask me what I do on my weekends for fun. Well, I go produce do? shopping, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I get excited about produce shopping. I do. And, and uh, you're just, I mean, when I was listening to you, I thought, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever looked up, and we'll have to do it, Farmingo near in Southern or in Oregon. But now when the person... Uh, have they gone as far as having it delivered from to by UPS? <laughs> no, not yet. I'm Everything teasing. is I'm in teasing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to pitch that to uh, corporate. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and inventor of technology. I always think about inventions for other people. Have you guys ever thought of of uh, starting that? potential with UPS just in time. I used to have my own infomercial years ago with my skin product, Nature's Mist, Face of the Flower, Face of the Water, and and we had an infomercial that FedEx participated with us so we could get the product delivered within two days. And produce mm-hmm. could probably do well within two days, I guess. I don't know if in the right box, but again, it's an idea because you're right on, Laura, about where you're coming from with your mm-hmm. passion here because Walmart mentioned it a few years ago that they had been learning that the closer the produce and your food is grown, the more healthier it is to get to you. You don't, you don't yeah. want it to come from distances anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right on, on that. Now with yeah. your people, what do you, what do you do in the winter, uh, time uh, with produce and, and the things you well, need. that's the thing. This is our first year in New York. Farmigo actually started out in the Bay Area. So I'm oh, under the okay. impression we have year-round nicer weather for agriculture. Okay. Um, in New York, not so much. The winter does get a little bit rough, but we do have some 
produce that will be available, and we're also working on getting a lot of um, meat products to be added to the menu as well and some whole okay. grain options. So there's, there will always be something available. It may just be a little bit limited compared to the warmer months around mm-hmm. the New York mm-hmm. area. Now you have, uh, I've had on the show, and I apologize, I, I'll email that to you. We've had a, a gentleman who has several thousands of feet of um, greenhouses growing produce in New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, to me, that's the coming thing, Laura, is, is. is greenhouses for the certain kinds of year, types of year to keep our produce closer to home. So we're back yeah. to that philosophy now uh, that you, you're not bringing in your food so far away. And I'm a believer of that, Laura. It, it, what happens is when, in fact, a lot of people don't realize that frozen food in, in the freezer is, is healthy because as soon as they get it off that field and they get it into these uh, manufactured locations, immediately it's produced without transporting it very far at all so that they, you true. get the nutrition yep. and the flavor. A lot of people think, oh, well, that's frozen. No, it, uh, it's the fresh produce. If you see that it came from a distance, it loses its nutrients all the way exactly. from the distance. Right. Yes, so that's even what I what I tell my members because some of them are a little bit concerned that it's not certified organic, but these farms are using extremely limited pesticides and only use it mm-hmm. as an completely as needed basis if they desperately need to use it to save well, the crop. Well, you know, I don't know how long you've been at this, but there's an uh, you know outlook on pesticides. You know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do when you go out to your field and it's all chewed up? Exactly. Because something didn't go right in the atmosphere. And we're getting into more of a change in climate change. That's been one of my fields of research is understanding the water vapor we're living in, Laura. That, wa- yeah. that invisible water is an impact on all organism of life on Earth. Well, it's, it, it, it's changing, but it will change. It has to change because uh-huh. our Earth and the universe is, is going through a cycle. It has to. So how are we going to learn to live with that cycle? You don't want to say, stop all this, let me take a look. It's going to go with or without us. So when you're living with that water vapor and the bugs and the insects begin to, to and snails and grasshoppers and all the uh-huh. things that want to eat up, the pro- they're out to hungry too. And what are you going to yep. do for, to get people the fresh food they need when, when your uh, crops are being eaten up? So you've got to do something to combat exactly. that uh, problem. Yeah. So no, uh, what kinds of produce, uh, since I like to talk about this too, uh, what kind of produce do you guys, uh, what are some of the most common produce things that you guys are in your far, farming go? Well, as of right now, we're getting a lot of squashes. We have pumpkins. Uh-huh. It's very seasonal, seasonal items. Um, we just finished berry season. We have mm-hmm. a lot oh, of apples. Yeah. Like I said, we're in New York. We have tens or 20, let's see, in New York alone, there might be about 50 different types of apples. Formigo has about six or seven uh, between pears and apples. Um, uh-huh. so you have a really good choice of those, and they're all delicious. Uh-huh. And um, a lot of greens. We have a local farm out east called Satter Farms, which provides all of our spinach and greens, which have been absolutely delicious and fresh, and a lot of herbs. So we have mm-hmm. cilantro and parsley growing this week, mm-hmm. and Beautiful. onions, potatoes, a lot of root vegetables as well. And the tomatoes, how are you doing with tomatoes? Are you about done? 
tomatoes have been really, really great. My favorite is actually the cherry tomatoes. Everything's so vibrant and plump and just so flavorful. You know something else, Laura, that's really choice. Somebody on our show had talked about it, and I checked out on my, with my tomato vines. When you pick a tomato when it's starting to turn pink, but it's mm-hmm. still green, have you ever done that before? Uh, no, when I have When they're green, but they're starting to turn pink, you, cut, mm-hmm. you pick it and then cut, slice it through. It is gorgeous on the inside and delicious. Really? It is. Yes, I know. It, it's just not only gorgeous to look at, uh, because of the pink tones going through the middle, but it's very delicious. But I go along with you on the cherry tomatoes if they're fresh like that. The flavor is to, is to die for. It's fun, yeah. and I always cut them in half and put them on my salads and stuff. Now, are you a salad person? I I'm learning to be a salad person now that I'm getting so many greens every week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting creative. <laughs> now, uh, now you like yoga. I do, very much so. I so now in your yoga, I, I am so surprised that did, you weren't into this. <laughs> because people that I know that are into yoga, uh, big time and tr- teach and so on, or a dietitian, t- uh, salad, 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 salad. But So mm-hmm. you, didn't, you weren't into salads yet until you started getting the things you liked around you to build your salad. Yes. Um, okay, well, I tend to prefer fruits. And vegetables I've been experimenting with. I found that I just haven't been cooking them properly, and I haven't had the proper experience. So I have to retrain myself how to experience vegetables. Well, you know, I've been talking to scientists all over the world, and and it is so true. Uh, If you get your your produce and build your meal around your salad, your fresh Mm -hmm. spinach, your arugula, uh, chopped up a kale, a little chopped up... uh, uh, cabbage, whatever you want to do to build that salad up, uh, the greens. Exactly. And then on top of there, you begin to put in there what you know is nutritious and make it. Uh, uh, and making sure that's where you're getting your alkaline substances for your diet for the day. And then you put everything else around it. Um, it is absolutely very healthy, number one healthy. healthy. There's nothing more mm-hmm. healthy. And then you're getting the raw in there, but it, the body loves the digestion of it. It really helps digest the uh, circulatory uh, and make sure that you're and you sleep better and it's just a, a magic uh, of what a salad does on on the vegetables rather than boiling them I'm a believer of steaming them have you been doing a lot of steaming of vegetables yes that's basically all I do <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah another thing fun too Laura with the steaming is uh, that helps uh, bring uh, flavors and nutrients to other vegetables is have a tall pot and put your steamers between each other, maybe two, and put some of your vegetables on one and another vegetable, but let the ones at the top steam the nutrients down to the bottom and uh, so we can get a lot of nutrition by helping the other the steaming with other vegetables um, build the blending to, to each other and with their yeah. herbs and stuff. So there's things to do where you'll like it. Uh, but tell us now about, uh, you've been telling me about Farmingo, but I want to hear a little bit before we get going here too about your yoga because I'm a believer of yoga. I truly believe it's a very exciting because of the the breathing exercises of it. Uh, and Yeah, would you tell our audience about why you like yoga and the breathing exercises that come with it? All right. Well, I first actually started yoga as a alternative to physical therapy. I used to be a runner, and I noticed a lot of pain in my joints from it. And I decided to do yoga as a more, 
as a different way of healing myself, and I never turned back. And the breathing exercise is definitely, that's the most important part. When you learn to breathe, you learn to live. Exactly. A lot of the time I've noticed in almost every one of my students that everyone has learned to breathe very shallowly and in their chest. So I've taken it upon myself to make sure everyone becomes a belly breather and Mm -hmm. just knowing to always be aware of just how deep you're breathing and the quality of your breath and noticing how it changes your outlook, how it changes your body, how it changes how you feel about everything. Exactly, exactly. Uh, In fact, uh, I'd like to go back to the... Yoga gives you a chance to stretch out when the muscles are tightening and give exactly. that, uh, uh, give that um, organism of the skin a chance to get its motions going and, and, and flexibilities. Mm-hmm. Then when you're doing breathing exercises, we're back to that water vapor again in the air, that invincible water. It's like the ocean. The ocean takes a breath out and then it comes breath back in to the shore. If we don't right. learn to do that, Laura, we're in trouble. Yeah, um, I, that is something that uh, a lot of the um, Dr. Effie Chow, uh, PhD in San Francisco, has been teaching Qigong and mm-hmm. uh, the breathing exercises that are vital. And you'll find that the more we learn to breathe as, as, a, as a part of our routine during the day, that we're bringing that water vapor in and then we're letting that toxin in the body go out. And, uh, tell our audience how they should learn the breath, the breathing technique that you've learned. Well, the easiest one for me to teach to people that's, that's the most accessible, no matter where you are, is just placing your hands on your belly, maybe even closing your eyes if you're in an environment that allows you to do so, and just taking a deep breath, not just feeling the chest expand, but also feeling the belly expand. So when your hands are actually on your belly, you feel your hands move, and that's like your telltale sign. It's the easiest thing for someone to internalize, basically. And noticing, as you exhale, you notice the hands start to fall back down and the belly comes closer to your spine. And just using that opportunity, whether you're just sitting in traffic or you're sitting at your desk, hopefully you're not closing your eyes while you're sitting in traffic, but <laughs> or in never traffic. you. Just <laughs> taking any yeah. opportunity to just be quiet, be still, and oh, just yeah. pay attention to the one thing that can help heal you. Exactly. Something else, too, Laura, have you ever noticed that that air we're living in by pulling it in and letting it, letting it out and then taking your hands uh, kind of like as, uh, Tai Chi and, or yoga and then all of a sudden you're taking that air we're living in and you're, you're living with it. You're feeling it. Uh, you're not just pushing against it and it's pushing at you. You're allowing it to be what it is, alive with you. And mm-hmm. that is so important um, to what you just taught us, too, is get, feeling alive with the li- uh, air you're living in and the, and the health and the comfort of it. And what is, what it was uh, nature's, nature's reason it's there. There's a nature's mm-hmm. reason you're living in that air you, that we breathe. Yeah. And uh, it's vital to detoxification and releasing stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to take a break here in a second, and then we're going to come back and uh, because you've been a dietitian, I'm just going to pick your brain and, and you're into fresh vegetables, you're into breathing, you're into what the body can do with its flexibility, with yoga. But I'm going to start getting you to teach us a little bit about certain foods that you think are that are very important. So, Laura, don't awesome. you go away. We're going to be right back. We're going to listen to our yeah. sponsor. 
We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Did you know the surface of your eyes are 98% water? Yes, the, the, the water vapor of the air is vital to the health of your eye, but if you're having a dry eye complaint or you're blurry or you're sitting behind a computer or you're all of a sudden getting the burning and the itching and the bloodshot eyes and the problems that go with dry eye is because of the, you're evaporating. The, the water on the surface is evaporating. Our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, is the only product worldwide Got a patent, patent all over the world on describing refresh, refreshing, supplementing the water in the eye with just a mist. So simple. Doesn't even run the cosmetics of the females uh, that she's wearing because it has a high level of absorption with tissue culture grade of water. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Laura. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Laura, you were telling us about you are a dietitian, and you obviously work during the day. You have a routine of taking very good care of your health. and. Mm-hmm. Trying to uh, get a really good discipline, I call it routine going. Tell our, um, you know, you're involved now with Farmingo, and yes. uh, and it's exciting. But what does the word champion say, mean to go with that? So a champion is a community leader, basically that okay. organizes whatever Farmingo location they decide to start up. So I started mine okay. up through Esteem Wellness and Fitness in Greenlawn, which is where I normally teach, and I've been there for two and a half years now. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been running the Farmigo program for about six weeks at this point. Okay, and then the, the other one, you're teaching at, at uh, Greenlawn uh, at classes, and what kind of classes are those? So I mainly teach what's called Vinyasa Flow, which is more of a workout form of yoga, Um, But I've also had experience teaching meditation and level one classes and more relaxation-based as well. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. We're going to have to get you connected with Dr. Chow 
Dr. Effie Chow, <laughs> I will send you her. In fact, I'll have you uh, send you her website, and and she does this all over the world for 40 years. Is uh, Chinese alternative medicine and breathing and just what you're talking about. Now, when you're teaching your classes, uh, you're, you're talking, I hope, probably the diet. Are you? Um, I don't have that much time to talk about diet unless people bring up questions. Then I talk for probably way too long for what they bargained for. But <laughs> a lot of the time I, when I'm teaching yoga, I focus mainly on breathing and yeah. posture alignment and more along those lines. Well, the reason I say I hope uh, you're getting them uh, thinking about a glass of water, and and I have been working with the doctors. We're, we're I have thousands and thousands of doctors involved with me uh, around the world, but in the United States, just thousands, and we're all they're all saying we don't discuss water enough, and uh, we almost take it for granted people wouldn't think not to drink enough water during the day. Uh, people mm-hmm. are so confused, Laura, about the added ingredients in certain waters to make it taste better for you, and I'm for drinking it fresh and no added ingredients so it doesn't block absorption in the body. But back to the diet, because I'm a diet freak on stuff you're doing, um, because of farming go, bringing the produce and the, and the shopping closer uh, with, the, with what has been grown. Um, t- what are some of the things when you're talking diet, because you are a dietitian, and you've mm-hmm. got to very, be very uh, exciting for the Farmingo group. Um, what do you say to people on uh, the special diet they should have a day to make them feel better and healthier and, and sleep well? Well, what I tend to emphasize is just having more whole foods, less processed foods, just having more control over what you're putting into your body. So as you were saying, like water without anything in it, you know, exa- hopefully you know exactly what's in it, and just trying to avoid any artificial sweeteners or flavorings because unless you're the one who made it and you trust it, you don't really know what you're putting into your body. Right. And then along with food, always, if you're going for produce, trying to reduce the amount of pesticides, but knowing that there are tolerable levels and just trying to incorporate produce into whatever budget or schedule Mm -hmm. you may have and just Mm -hmm. trying to keep everything whole and... very short ingredient statements, basically. If it has a package, try to go for the least amount of words as possible on the ingredient statement. Now, what is your thinking about the carbohydrate, the sugar, uh, the calories? What is your thinking on how people should look at, when they're looking at the back of something, um, what should they be concentrating on when they're looking at what the ingredients are for the, uh, for uh, the knowing that they're not going to get too much of something, like especially the, the carbohydrate and sugar. We've had a lot of research on too much carbohydrate is mm-hmm. very challenging. What is your thinking on that? Everyone has a different philosophy on that. I personally, I don't villainize any food whatsoever, really. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to carbohydrate, you just want to try and get the best quality carbohydrate. The body does need a certain amount of carbohydrate to function, especially in the brain. And just going for something that hasn't been refined, hasn't had anything stripped from it, and being mm-hmm. able to enjoy the food that you love. Mm-hmm. So trying mm-hmm. not to refrain from not having something that makes you feel good, but also trying not to overdo it. If you do like cookies, just not having them every day, not having them that often, but realizing that if it does bring you happiness, you can have one. 
Um, in terms of going for true health, always going for something that's whole grain, like a whole wheat bread that you know it only has three ingredients in it. You're not looking at anything that's bromated or anything with artificial sweetener added to it to make it taste like white bread. Um, going with just grains in general, like quinoa or any other, like um, steel-cut oats is a favorite of mine. In terms of carbohydrate choices, just anything that has a higher protein or fiber content will probably help you go a lot further nutrient-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when you were running, and uh, you were running quite a bit, what was your diet when you were running to give you the endurance you needed? Oh, I, when I was running, I was in high school. Oh. <laughs> so I was eating basically anything that was available to me because I was always hungry because I was always growing. <laughs> So I didn't start to eat healthy, unfortunately, okay. until I got okay. into my studies in undergraduate. Okay. Okay. Well, back to the diet. Uh, what is your thinking about vegan diet? The vegan diet is beneficial if done correctly. A lot of people tend to adopt it as a way of weight loss when, honestly, it's not necessarily any lower in calories or even fat than a normal Western diet. So as long as you have the information available to you in order to make it fit with your lifestyle, I know for me personally, I have a soy allergy, so a vegan diet is extremely difficult for me to do well in terms of protein content. But for other people who do it for more reasons than health, it's obviously more satisfying and feels to be beneficial. Um, I don't really see anything wrong with it as long as it's executed properly and you're not missing any of the vital B B vitamins or any other nutrients that may be coming from the meat that you decided to forego. Okay. Now, when you said you had a soy allergy, what were the symptoms so people can hear what that might be? Well, allergy symptoms could range drastically. For me, it's fortunately not that serious. I just really don't feel good after I've had a lot of soy, which mainly includes the the most severe symptom to me, which is the worst feeling in the world, is feeling a very foggy-headedness and dizziness almost, as well as, okay. you know, intestinal okay. discomfort. You, you, get, you, you seem to feel more fatigued. Yes. Yes, tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the gluten-free foods that are out now? Have you noticed how, I don't know about the East Coast, but over here on the West Coast, we have a lots to choose from now, gluten-free <laughs> Well, in, on the East Coast as well, I'm actually very impressed by the gluten-free manufacturers. I actually I work in food service, so I have a lot of access to all of these new innovations mm-hmm. coming out. Uh-huh. But also the gluten-free diet isn't meant to be a weight loss type of thing. It's really tailored to people who have celiac disease, have a severe reaction to gluten. It's not necessarily bad for everyone, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of the products aren't as regulated as full gluten, if you want to call it that, items on the market. So it's really about what works for you, honestly. Working with a dietitian is more of an individual process. So if you have a gluten sensitivity or you just don't want to include gluten as a precaution, obviously working with a dietitian or a healthcare professional that's familiar with Mm -hmm. it is the most beneficial to you to see what items will help you feel better and what uh, products may be better for you to leave out. Mm-hmm. Now, describe to a lot of our, I've run into people who they don't really understand the description of gluten. Describe, because your background is a dietitian, describe gluten. I'm sorry, I, I don't think I caught I, that. Well, describe gluten. 
a lot of people didn't understand until the gluten-free products mm-hmm. were coming out what gluten, uh, with you being a dietitian, describe, explain to them. What, okay, thank you. So gluten is the main protein in most in carbohydrate sources. So that's in wheat, barley, and rye specifically. So gluten mm-hmm. is what actually gives bread its structure. It's what gives it that almost, um, it's a more durable, I guess I could say. It, it, it helps it stay solid, basically. Mm-hmm. So a lot of gluten-free items, if you try a gluten-free bread that maybe isn't the best company, they haven't exactly gotten it right yet, it feels very soft and it almost disintegrates in your mouth. It's kind okay. of a difficult way to describe it. Or mm-hmm. sometimes it feels gummy because they've used a gluten substitute, which doesn't react the same way as gluten when it's in, in contact with water or fat. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of interesting to see how they've kind of figured out how to replicate gluten without it being gluten itself. Mm-hmm. Um, when people have a sensitivity or an allergy to gluten, it's a unique sensitivity. With celiac disease, the gluten will actually cause the body to trigger an autoimmune response. So the body starts to break itself down, specifically in the large intestine. And that's where people tend to find a lot of damage, a lot of a much higher risk of cancer because there's so many cells that have been basically beaten down by its own kind just because this gluten has triggered this response. Mm-hmm. And that's the easiest way for me to put it. <laughs> well, no, you did it very very well done. Very well done. Makes sense, made some sense. Um, have you noticed, uh, and I'll go on this a little bit longer and we'll go back to the Farmingo, but um, the, the celiac brew is becoming more common. Have you noticed that? I haven't noticed brew, really. I was always taught that's more of a tropical location. Now type of- there's uh, people on the West Coast. I've heard people that are getting diagnosed that they didn't know they had it because it just kept getting worse and worse and people don't go have the symptoms checked, of course, any symptom until we get uncomfortable. But yeah. so, uh, but food allergies and have becoming more common uh, than yeah. ever in history since I grew up, especially because in the old days you'd hear about somebody who's allergic to peanuts, but now mm-hmm. we're hearing people who are allergic to many, many, many things that are yeah. more than ever in history. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean anything with the food manufacturer. It means the individuality is dehydrating too quickly and having mm-hmm. a response, a symptom to the digestive disorder. Uh, I will just be more common sense, clogging up the body and not giving it, a t- uh, not detoxifying. Yes, that, that's, that's prob- that, that was a very good theory. I've heard so many different possible reasons behind it. When I went to grad school at Stony Brook, they actually had a few grant projects going on related to allergy development um, immediately after birth. So mainly their research was focusing on breastfeeding rates and how breastfeeding uh, could affect how a baby uh, eventually responds to certain allergens. So whether they develop an allergy or they don't. Now, was that a positive reaction to the breastfeeding or maybe more research needed to be done to have uh, maybe there was a negative effect. Which which one did you done? But I have yet to see something that actually says breastfeeding could actually increase the susceptibility of allergies. I've always seen it as breastfeeding helps a baby mm-hmm. respond better to allergens. Mm-hmm. But then again, more even more research needs to be done just to mm-hmm. keep that a little that keep that theory a little bit more solid. Well, and, and, it, and it makes some common sense where it would be very, uh, much more positive because the baby came from the mother 
and the mother exactly. had been feeding the baby, and this is still with the immunity system of the mother and, and the mother's mm-hmm. system where the baby, that's where the baby was adjusted to for, for nine months. The only yes. thing I disagreed with now, because I've had the head of the mm-hmm. uh, lactation group on the show, is they don't want the baby to have be drinking water for the first three months. And I'm not going to go there. I think the baby should have learn how to sip on a little water and get adjusted to something that isn't so sweet and, and start mm-hmm. liking the, the taste of a water and, and, mm-hmm. and where the body will begin to absorb the water, even if it's just a sipping from the bottle. It, I, I don't agree with them there, Laura. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, I'm not going to go in. <laughs> I've got other things to deal with in the world on... Uh, the water, the air we're living with and what I do in research. But back to now Farmingo. That is exciting. Um, so how many, how many groups of Farmingo are there in the United States now? In the United States, I can't tell you because I don't live on the West Coast, so I don't have any access to that information. Okay. But in the East Coast, we have four or five in Nassau County, which is a neighboring county to Suffolk. It's closer to the city. There's uh-huh. a few in Brooklyn. There's a, few, there's a couple in Manhattan as of now, and then there's just one, my location in Suffolk County. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, Isn't that fun? Right now. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, you probably go to a whole food store. I try to. I go to a few different places just to get what I need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I stay in almost all Hilton's, and... Um, I was staying at the downtown Hilton in Manhattan, and then mm-hmm. I, they, they, somebody walked by with a Whole Foods store bag. So I yeah, asked the concierge, I said, do you have a Whole Foods store near here? And they said, yes, down at the Time Warner building. Yes, and it was about yes. three blocks away. And you know where I went, Laura. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although we had a health food store right across the street from us, too, a really nice one. But um, have you ever been to the Whole Foods store in Time Warner building? I think so. I'm not sure if that's the Time Warner building. I know that I've wandered into one on the Lower East Side. And, and the, the one in the Time Warner, you go downstairs, and um, it's just unbelievable. I mean, it's like, uh, it's, it's, uh, in fact, the first time, Laura, I ever walked into one in Portland, Oregon, I said, oh, Bill, I think I just died and went to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's why your farming go is exciting. What are they thinking about then? You said they're thinking about getting into meat. And they, ha- they so they haven't been into meat at all. Not yet. Right so now I mean, we're working the, the, the chicken, the fish, the meat, uh, the pork. Uh, so uh, they're thinking about branching into that also. Yes. Well, because we're surrounded by water, we're also trying to look at fish as well and help uh-huh. the local fishing community. Right. And um, as of right now, there's also a organic, hormone-free turkey. Uh, farm down the street from the studio, so we may develop a relationship with them during November. Now, you said from the studio. Um, from, yeah, from Esteem. And what? From Esteem, the, the community that is hosting Farmigo for us. Oh, okay, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, now who is the founder of this? The founder is actually... Un- uh, um, Oh, I just lost my words. Um, <laughs> under, <laughs> I believe it's actually a group of people. Okay. I've, I, I'm pretty sure it's a group of people that have founded it. In, it started in California. 
And then they've just decided to branch out to the New York area. And from there, I've gotten in touch with most of the corporate members and just working with developing the New York area. Okay, tell us when you're talking like it's a business organization. It is. Okay, and do they franchise it? Do they uh, people get to buy into it as a membership? How does it operate? It's not a franchise. As a champion, I was basically, I connected with Farmigo through networking opportunities, and they mm-hmm. were just looking to find communities, find people who were interested in the program in my area. Mm-hmm. So I decided to get in contact with them, and they gave me the tools I needed to set up my own program. And then in terms of business and finance, I receive my compensation by a discount on the food that I purchase, as well as a small compensation for whatever sales the community makes every week. Okay, okay. So, And you've only been involved for about six months? Yes. And the business itself is actually borderline um, charitable. They make very little profit off of this. And the farmers actually make out the best. They make the biggest cut. And also, Farmigo is essentially actually a software company that provides this software to these small farms to help them organize their business a little bit better. And Farmigo then acts as a liaison for the community to reach out to the farmers. Oh, I'm glad I've asked these questions. So the software company helping the farmers, is it the software so they can go on, use the software on a routine uh, with, with what they're doing or just organize the business plan? No, the farmers can actually use it as their back office, like how to organize all of their orders, not just the business for, me, yeah. for everyone. Yeah. That yeah. Need, I mean, I, uh, yeah. Well, we only have a minute left. Uh, how would you like to close off today, and what would you like to say? Well, I want to say thank you again for having me. It's been great speaking to you. I learned some new stuff from you as well. And I just want to emphasize that if you want to go on to www. F-A-R-M-I-G-O dot com to see if Farmigo works for you. If you'd like to set up your own community if you're on either coast or if you just want to see what the, what the company is all about, um, you can check out that website and it's just basically a people-powered farmer's market. You can make almost anything out of it in order to get um, an, a better food supply for your community. Right. Oh, wonderful, Laura. Well, I'm going to be emailing you. Uh, I'm sure we have your email address because of my program director, Polly Featherton. But yeah. uh, some people uh, that I talked to you about today, the the uh, the one that I had on there with the, that had the thousands of feet of greenhouses there in, in New York, and then Dr. Yes. Effie Chow. I think you'll find Effie very fascinating too. She's amazing. Yes. I just uh, she's one of my idols too. But you have a nice day, and I thank you for coming on, and you tell everyone I said hello. I will. Thank you so much. You be well. You too. Bye. Thank you. Well, what makes things grow um, is water. And without food, and we can you imagine how much fun we have talking about the produce and and how to grow food. And now we're learning. We've had on the show an, uh, an individual out of New York who taught us how to do grow food in our kitchens. Uh, but it takes water. And just remember, my focus, my passion, my commitment to the planet Earth is discovering the life and water to save lives, our planet, and that breath of life, that moisture of the air we're living in. It's vital. So this show is dedicated to you, my, my focus and my company 
biologic aqua research is dedicated to understanding that on this planet Earth and how we live together and our education. Well, I want to thank you today for listening. It, uh, Laura was a wonderful uh, guest. All of our guests are just wonderful. I thank Polly Featherton for my guest, and I thank um, Bonnie Mark, uh, my executive secretary, for putting it all together so I can come on the air and knowing exactly what I'm doing. And uh, I want to tell you, embrace your life every precious moment. Worth is whispering. Never say goodbye. Leave it behind for someone else to. You have a nice day, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Hour.com.